July 13th, Braddock's Road. After George Washington's defeat at Fort Necessity during the French and Indian War, the British force retreated to Williamsburg, Virginia. The French capitalized on the British retreat by supporting Indian attacks along the frontier. After appeals from colonial governors, the British sent General Edward Braddock to America with two regiments of infantry. Braddock's plan was to have the army simultaneously attack several French forts, along with the attack on Fort Duquesne led by himself. In the spring of 1755, Braddock left Alexandria, Virginia, adding colonial militia and Indians to his forces. In all, he had about 2,400 men. His aide was George Washington. The army followed the same road Washington had blazed on his way to Fort Necessity, but widened it to 12 feet to accommodate large wagons and artillery. On July 9th, after crossing the Monongahela River, the British column was attacked by the French and their Indian allies. With many British officers killed early in the fight, discipline was difficult to maintain. Braddock was severely wounded, and the surviving British troops fled, leaving over 900 casualties. On July 13, 1755, Braddock died from his wounds. He was buried in Braddock's Road. His grave marched over to hide any trace of it. Washington later wrote, Thus died a man whose good and bad qualities were intimately blended. He was brave even to a fault, and in regular service would have done honor to his profession. His attachments were warm, his enemies were strong, and having no disguise about him, both appeared in full forces. In 1804, workmen discovered human remains in the road near where Braddock was supposed to have been buried. The remains were reinterred adjacent to the road. July 21st, the Battle of First Manassas. On July 21st, 1861, the armies of the North and South met for the very first time on the fields of Bull Run. The soldiers in their new uniforms were anxious for battle. Both sides thought the war would be a short one, and the young men on both sides were grateful not to miss out on the great adventure. Ten hours later, 900 of them lay dead and another 3,000 wounded. It would not be a short war. Five days earlier, General Irvin McDowell's army of 35,000 men marched out of Washington to begin a quick campaign to end the war. As the excitement of the coming battle grew, hundreds of citizens followed the army with wine and picnic baskets, stopping on the heights to watch the battle. McDowell's troops were green 90-day recruits who lacked the training and discipline to carry out his plan of attack. However, they outnumbered the Confederates enough to cause a collapse in the southern lines. But by noon, the Confederates had time to regroup, and by late afternoon, fresh southern troops smashed the Union right flank, causing McDowell to withdraw. As the Union army turned back to Washington, they found the road filled with civilian carriages fleeing the battle. The young soldiers began to panic, and the withdrawal became a rout. However, the Confederates were too disorganized to follow the Union troops, and by July 22nd, the Union Army was safely back in Washington. War had begun.